Hello, thanks for tuning in. I think that um, I've been uh, very, very busy recently with sort of one thing and another, and so therefore now has been the um, ultimate opportunity I've had to sort of sit down, and take a breather, and record something for you. Anyway, thank you for listening. Um, we're thinking about uh, the whole sort of dilemma of um, how to really get a handle on um, teaching technology and. Um, ICT and communications technology and that kind of thing to young people these days who seem to uh, have a surgically grafted mobile phone on their face, which makes it very, very difficult for us to be able to um, maintain a sort of traditional authoritative standpoint on any of this kind of stuff. Um, I think that uh, how children use technology rather than what technology they're using has to be one of the main ways in which we can get through to them effectively because whilst they may claim to hold all the cards in terms of knowledge of the technological platforms and apps that they're using and everything um they don't know how to use them safely and responsibly so that's first point um second point would have to be that if you as an adult listening to this don't know what Saraha is or Snapchat or Kick or, you know, a whole host of any other apps that children talk about to any great degree in schools these days, I would politely suggest that your knowledge is out of date. And so therefore, it is difficult to come to teaching children from that sort of standpoint, position of authority and what we have to do slightly change as adults the tack in 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 which we take to be able to um, make sure that we prepare young people for the modern world for the digital world um, as as accurately and as appropriately as we can and so um, I think secondly that uh, I know some schools with the nature of the way that they operate go for a sort of corporate buy-in to um, particular ICT solutions, particular sort of um, hardware and software platforms and that, and that's that's great, I'm sure, but if you want to do it effectively and and keep up to date with the, the way things are evolving, I think that the way forward has to be to buy in from the internet rather than um, hardware and software solutions produced expressly for the open market for your institutions themselves because um, the the apps and solutions that are bought from the internet are um, produced on this continuously updating platform and so therefore mean that um, that we as consumers of, of this media of this of, of these apps and devices and ways of, of working uh, are always going to be in receipt of the latest, in receipt of the latest updates and in receipt of the latest researches in technology. And we have to appreciate that as buyers and consumers of these things, that sometimes when the apps and systems and things that we've bought into have <coughs> have failed or have gone by the wayside, that that actually is part of the. Uh, of the process itself. Children would just uninstall an app from their phone and they just install the latest one as things update. And so therefore I think that we too as educators and as schools need to be prepared to do that too. Um, I think also that uh, this way we certainly have to as adults or as educators um, make ourselves aware as teachers and uh, and 
and make sure that we know, particularly if we have our own children, what apps our children are installing on their phone, how they're using them, and perhaps maintain an interest in that so that we don't become the archetype of our own grandparents when we were young, who had to telephone them to get them to come over because they didn't know how to set the video properly. I know I had to sort of make three or four trips to my grandparents when I was younger in order to show them how to do that. And so therefore, um, I don't want to be left behind. And I think that's probably one of the main driving forces for me to, uh, to keep my knowledge of ICT current and to keep my knowledge of, of um, educative solutions in technology current too. Um, I will uh, give you pause for thought and I'll join you on the other side of this in about five seconds. Good to talk. Speak soon. So I think perhaps controversially the balance of power in the whole sort of ICT children and um, education debate, I think children hold a lot of the cards for. I think that, um, that as I said, I think it's it's... <laughs> to to want of a better sort of analogy, I think that um, ICT and and teaching and education is probably to some degree like like sort of um, some of the other sort of aspects of life that we as adults think that we know lots about. When in actual fact, um, the students that we teach also know a great deal about even if it's perhaps necessarily the wrong information. And so therefore we have a duty as adults to do something about that anyway. Putting that to one side, uh, I think that children hold a lot of the cards in the debate over ICT. And I think our job has to be to use it to to complement what we do. And, and, and this has got to mean to a degree that we stop trying to sort of second guess the next move and and... Because because children are not surprised anymore, their enthusiasm isn't necessarily tapped by uh, the fact that um, old Mister Jones, age seventy, is using um, is using a, a, a Snapchat filter on what he does in the classroom. It, it's probably more that uh, um, that he's he's trying to meet them on their level, which is great, which is fab, but. The, the material, what he's trying to teach, what he's trying to get them to learn is, is the meat in the debate rather than kind of how the meat is cooked or dressed. And, and so therefore, um, one, good practice has to be the, the heart of what we do in order to make sure that the um, ICT that we use gets the message across effectively and... Uh, and more importantly, it does what we are there to do, which is to teach. But secondly, also, um, we have to stop trying to sort of second-guess kids on all of this kind of thing and stop trying to look fresh and funky. Because it isn't going to work, we're never going to look fresh and funky as teachers. We're just going to be um, a cool teacher or the teacher who, you know, does X, Y, Z. But, uh, but I think... Uh, the whole debate is lost when teachers start trying to use modern jazzy platforms or Snapchat filters in what they do in the classroom because it's it's just ultimately like the same as the colleague who I I think believe mentioned in a previous podcast. He said that the minute they heard the their teacher's voice speaking to them, um, they were quite 
um, switched off to doing what it was their teacher wanted them to do because at home because they were at home and that was kind of their territory and so they all almost saw their teacher talking to them from their means of technology as a sort of um, internet-based personal space invasion really and and so therefore um, I think that there is something psychologically maybe that stops um, or, or prevents students engaging with material that their teachers have produced for them video-based as well and so there's something to be to be researched and looked into there because um, I think that is also uh, a, a matter for debate. I think also though that um, that particularly the the whole type of uh, the, the whole type of tech debate as to whether it is something that we need to stay ahead of the game and will be made easier through the use of solutions that we buy into on the internet because the overall the the overarching umbrella nature of um platforms such as google and uh the sort of other transferable kind of platforms that uh, ios have produced or any other you know um where you can hand off to one device and pick up with another and continue to work on your material you know, on diff- different devices in different locations at different times, and Microsoft OneDrive, yeah, all that kind of stuff, because children are using that now as well. And I see staff struggle to share documents, um, even with each other sometimes, unless some kind of nettle is grasped, which uh, involves this sort of umbrella debate where where we look at sort of internet-based solutions for what we do. I think that people who try and innovate, people who try and look into the use of new stuff aren't ever going to get the message across to the staff that they have to get those messages across to because staff are far too busy still trying to... Um, to, to share documents with each other within their institutions and so therefore the other part of the debate has to be by hook or by crook to bring staff's basic ICT knowledge up to date as well before anything else is done on the whole, you know, the whole um, innovation aspect of things. But ICT is an exciting and uh, and interesting place to be and I, I would certainly continue to um, look at different um, apps and aspects of it in future podcasts which I hope are not going to take anywhere near as long in the near future to produce so best wishes thank you for tuning in and we will speak soon bye bye